Yo, 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 what it do? It's RB22. I don't have my co-host today, Sunshine. He's out there in Spain. If y'all don't follow the Text Ring of Fire Instagram account, y'all need to. You know, we had him at the Atletico Madrid versus Real Madrid game, and that was pretty cool. He posted it. But we do have Kako with us. He will help me with this Austin segment. How you doing, Kako? Hey, man, good. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the invite. And here, just getting off work, but like I told you, I'll be here, and here we are, man. Let's hit it. Yeah, pleasure, man. So I appreciate you accepting the invitation kind of rather quickly, but me, me and Kako, we, you know, we've met each other supporting Austin FC in the stands right there in 103, just r- riding the rails, I guess is what they call it. <laughs> yeah, bro, the, you know, this past weekend, that, that was pretty funny with uh, UCL, man. UCL was could not hold himself up on the rails for nothing, bro. Oh, man, that that guy was, was wasted. But, I mean, shit, like I said, man, it doesn't matter how many times you fall off. The, th- the important thing is you get back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but, like, luckily he didn't, he didn't got, like, injured or anything because, I mean, that could have been it for, for us that we ride the rail, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, he's pretty bruised up. <laughs> he's pretty <laughs> bruised up. He sent me some pictures, and his arm's pretty bruised up as – but yeah, he didn't file no complaints. So hey, hey you know. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah, for sure, for sure, man. We didn't have to get the club involved because then they'd be like, "How did he happen?" They would have said like, "Right in the rail." Like it would have would have been bad for for all of our section. <laughs> yeah, pre court would have been like, "Right in the rail." What kind of kind of drugs I got going on over there? <laughs> uh, nah, I'm playing, man. But yeah, man, I just want to get to know you a little bit. Tell us your story, how you got involved with Austin FC and you know how your journey started from the beginning man I'm kind of curious on how that started for you because everyone I everyone knows Gakko bro everyone knows Gakko they talk about Gakko I want to know exactly how you started bro <laughs> yeah man I mean shoot like I've been here in Austin for like over about like 20 or or plus years or something like that and uh I'm always been a Club America fan you know and yeah. uh yeah, like, when they'll come to, like, Houston or Dallas, like, I'll go show support and stuff. But it's not the same, you know. I always wanted that, that like, alentar the team, you know, like, like be there every every other weekend and, and like, give it raw and sing and, and, and gel and, and everything. And uh, luckily for us, like, we got a team a couple years back. And how I got involved, it was uh, one of my, my friends from uh, – I actually met her like in playing indoor, <laughs> and uh, we became real cool friends. And and they uh, those battles was coming up, and she's like, "Hey, I think you, I think you you will you will fit good in this community, and I think you will enjoy it." And uh, she she showed me the the invite for the Slack, and I joined and I started getting involved and, and having an opinion and everything, you know, because I wanted to help out the community, but I didn't know. I didn't know how, and right. uh, yeah, like me joining the Slack, it just opened like a lot of opportunities to help out. 
helping people and 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 you, I don't know creating chants and and painting uh, depots and and a whole other bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Like I started, I I, I started talking to everybody and everybody started seeing me. And like when now now that they see my name on my jersey or something, they walk up to me like, hey, Kako, what's up? And then like, hey. What's up? And and like I say hi to everybody. Just like if I know them for years, you know, like I, I'm I'm not special. I'm, I'm just a regular dude that likes to meet people and 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 I don't know, just make friends and just go crazy for the team, you know. So I think I think that's that's the reason why like a lot of people know me now. But I mean, yeah, I mean just a regular dude from Austin. That yeah, for sure, man, 100 percent and. You know, you you may not think it, but you are a big face of the community for you know Los Verdes. You know they they give you a lot of responsibility and all that stuff. And it's funny you say that no matter what you say hi to everyone because you know we were actually halftime versus at the LA game, and you know we went to go use the restroom, and and <laughs> some, some somebody was like, "Hey, Kaku, what's up, man?" <laughs> and you you know. Mid mid using the restroom and they all came and put their hand on you and <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I mean it, it was a little weird I'm not gonna lie because I mean first of all I, I I didn't turn around I didn't know who it was uh but I mean yeah I mean I, I don't mind saying hi but like at least let me finish doing my oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man I was like dang okay can't even use the restroom now huh weird because like you said he came up and then like and. And he was saying like, "Oh yeah, man, you just like my stuff on the Slack or Twitter or something like that." And yeah, man, I mean, I'm 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 all over the Slack, uh, Los Verdes Slack, and like on Twitter, so it could have been either or. But yeah, man, I mean, like I said, it's cool, man. Like I say to I say hi to anybody, like even if I don't recognize you, like it's not that I'm trying to be an ass or anything, but it's just like so many faces and so many names like to remember, like. And then sometimes during games, like I get distracted, you know, like I don't, I don't remember you at the moment, but, but yeah, man, like I, I'm, like I said, like I'm just a cool dude, and and like to make new friends and and meet people, you know, and and yeah, like it doesn't matter where you see me, like you can come up and say hi, it's so good, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even if it's in the toilet or in the oh, restaurant, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't the toilet, it wasn't the toilet, that would have been more weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I know those are your shoes, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I was like, oh, those are Kako's shoes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, so that, that's 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 funny, man. No, I just, you know, that's, that's awesome, man. Well, uh, I want to get into this L.A. game, man. It was our first home loss of the season. We have not lost at Q2 since, well, I guess, yeah, we haven't lost at Q2 since October. And, man, just to lose that one with creating really no chances, man, it, that that one kind of hurt. Yeah, man, uh, to be honest, that's the same way I felt, like, like, walking out of the stadium, it felt like, it felt weird, like, I hadn't felt it in a while, <laughs> but like you said, like, we hadn't lost since, like, October, and, and I mean, not, like, putting it into perspective, that's, like, a long as time, uh, but yeah, man, like, we were already used to, like, the fortress, you know, like, getting victories, or, or getting, like, a point out, or whatever, but, not taking L's, but yeah, man, like you said, like, it hurt, just because, uh, 
we it didn't look like we created many chances and uh like it, it's it's okay to lose you know you're not gonna win every game but like at least take a couple shots on goal like like have close calls you know but at least I didn't see it that way. I, like once I watched uh, like the replay and stuff, uh, yeah, we had a couple chances, but they were enough. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel you, man. Ring, I feel like Ring was one of the guys that had had opportunity to really put us up there, and he just like I don't know what's been going on with Ring, and you've been calling it out on Twitter, and you've been you know kind of vocal about it. I just, well, what's your take on on this game with Ring again? Yeah, man, like, I honestly don't know if or or what the hell is going on, but it just doesn't look like the same ring as from last year. Obviously, he's playing a, a little bit more forward and not the same position last year, so has the, uh, uh, different responsibilities now. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man, like, like the other guys in the league. And not like, like, I get it, bro. Like, it's cool. Like, you like stats, you know, but, like, if you know soccer, like you know football, like you can tell, like he he doesn't have it right now. Like like there's something missing, and like I don't know if it's because he's not scoring, and and we thought because like like they created this idea of him being the DP, so we started automatically started thinking like oh he's gotta perform better, he gotta do assists, he gotta be scoring. And like we getting none of that, and he gets chances, and he just doesn't make them. Uh, but I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with him. But like, and like what I've been saying on Twitter, like, yeah, like, I'm, like bench him, you know? Like I'm not saying bench him for the rest of the season, but like give him a break, try something different, try a different player on his position, give him a game or two, you know? So he he don't have that responsibility of. Oh my God! Like, make something happen, and uh, I gotta, I gotta get my team on my back, you know, because that's not it. Like, we got other players that, when everybody pulls their, like, put the strength up and and do their job, like the team per- performs even better than when they're not. I mean, when everybody's trying to do their own thing, we're not gonna get results. So I don't know what's going on with him, but I, I think a little break and a little bench, uh, it wouldn't hurt him. Yeah, man, those are some great points right there. You know, like you you brought up that he is a DP now. He's not performing at DP level. And, you know, Danny Pereira and Drusi are obviously picking up all of his slack that he's not carrying in the midfield. Dan, Danny Pereira is just an animal when he gets the ball and he picks his head up and sees space. You know, you already know he's going to take it. He's becoming very physical. He's, you know, causes players to foul him. It's becoming an all-around great six, and Driussi is, you know, Driussi Dior. So you say bench him or, you know, give him a break. Who would you put up, Who would you put with Danny Pereira and Driussi, or, or how would you switch up that midfield? Dude, I, I mean, I've been wanting to see, like, Driussi, Danny, and uh, Valencia. And we saw that, but it was a different formation. It wasn't the way we play. We're playing now, or most of our games. Um, I think he sent like Drusy to the left side and like a double six. I don't know what he did, but it wasn't the, the same formation, you know. So I, I would like to see Danny like on Ring's position, and just Valencia stay back on Danny's position, or even maybe just try uh, uh, Felipe. I mean, Felipe is usually the sub that they do 
to to cover him. But I mean, I would love to see the the Drusy, Danny, and Valencia combo with our lineup that we usually play. Yeah, for sure, man. And I, I, it, like you say, it could be either Valencia or Felipe, and. Valencia, he does have a little bit more of that hold-up play, that that defensive mindset. But I mean, like like you say, man, it could be either or. We'll see what Wolf does, and then we have a midweek game coming up, so you know Wolf could throw a monkey wrench in there. The yeah, wingers, man, I mean, yeah, the wingers. Oh man, <laughs> that's another rough rough spot for, for yeah, us yeah, right now. So, the, yeah, the and the wingers, uh, Fagundes on the left side, him and John Gallagher on that side, you know, they were looking great with John Gallagher's op, uh, overlapping run. And, they, they you know, they, they look like they got that left side handled. But, you know, we me and you were texting a little bit, and you were saying maybe John John Gallagher on the, on the right side, right? Yeah, man, on the right side, or even there on the left side, like, when they put Komanek, Komanek in uh, last game, and they, I think they changed formation, and they uh, they put uh, Gallagher on left wing, and he, he did a decent job. I mean, he only played like 10, 15 minutes there, but I saw, in those 10, 15 minutes, I saw more that I, that I have seen from Finley and, and Rodney the whole entire half. Uh, I know Diego can play either left or right, so he doesn't really care. But we need somebody else to help him out. Because right. I've been saying, Finley, Finley to me is not a starter, and I'm, I'm, I know, I know people say they didn't bring him to be a starter, but right now they calling your number. You know, he has mm-hmm. that chance to to perform and like overperform from what people thought he could be, and just take over that right side and. For us, basically say like you know what this is my spot and I'm not letting it go. But it, to be honest, like as a whole, he it, it does have moments. But as a whole, I mean, I I think he's been disappointing. Like disappointing to the to the point like I've been saying we need more wingers and we already have like five. Right. Yeah. And I, I said it like at the beginning of the season that if this team could perform like say if you're playing FIFA and you can make these players do what the paper says, then we would be an awesome, awesome team, you know, with great performances and all that. But, what, fifth minute, Finlay, he cuts down Douglas Costa. He takes it out to the side and clears it. And, like I said, fifth minute, you know, legs are fresh still, and his clearance is poor, straight to the mid midfield. Like, you know, at least kick it out the sideline or kick it on the line, you know. But straight to the midfield, and that error caused us to go down 1-0. And yeah, so so basically he had, he got the assist for the LA goal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. Much. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was like like even when we growing up like when we start playing soccer, the first thing they try to teach is kick it anywhere else but the middle. Right. And he did just that and and Galaxy capitalized on it and I think uh, Tarva got a touch on the ball, but it wasn't enough, and, and it went in. Unlucky, you know, like, it happened, but we shouldn't be committing those mistakes, especially at the beginning of the game. Yeah, you think Stuver would have got that? Uh, I mean, I don't know, because it's hard, because once you see it, like, I think there's, like, a couple of players right in front of Tarville's way or the ball, 
and and I think it's just late. And by the time he reacted, like he has a touch on it, but it just wasn't enough. But I think it was because there was a couple players right in front of him of his uh, perspective or, or his visual that he couldn't see the ball until he saw, when he see it, it was too late. But I mean, it's, it's a hard question because I mean, Stewart wasn't there, you know. Right. <laughs> but uh, I mean, at least. At least he tried, like at least Tarvel tried to to get a, a a hand on it, and he did, but it wasn't, it just wasn't enough. Yeah, I did see that he was back in training this week, so I I did see on FOTMob that he was out till mid June, so I I tweeted that out, and then everyone started everyone started like like they were like hold on, bro, like uh, I think it was uh, Landon from Moon Tower. He was like, nah, you know, Chris Bill said that he was back in training and he's moving good. And the next day, you know, they actually the club tweeted. I think the club or maybe Chris Bills again, you know, he tweeted out that he was you know doing regular drills and all that. So you know, maybe he does come back this weekend. But I did see that uh, the academy goalie was still training with the main, you know, the main team, like, I think this morning or yesterday. Yeah, man, I mean, uh, I think I saw somebody posted, like, right before I, I got on the, on here with you, like, uh, I think they changed his status to, like, uh, what you call it? Uh, when he's not alpha, what's the other word? I probable. Yeah, probable. So, I mean, I mean, he's been in training, and then he hasn't been limited. I mean, I think we're going to play him regardless because I think Wolf said that he's traveling with the team or something. Okay. Uh, so hopefully we'll see him, man. And if not, I mean, it's Tarbuck again. And, and, I mean, he didn't do so bad yesterday, uh, on Sunday. Um, he, he did okay. Like, he, he had a couple of good saves. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, just he looked focused. Like, oh, he looked focused. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, he didn't look like against San Antonio, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, that was that was a bad game, but yeah, man. For the most part, uh, it, it did good. So at least we know we have a backup. And when his number is called, he's gonna respond. You know, he has to respond. Yeah, for sure, man. And so Stroud, Stroud, what you you don't have no word on Stroud? Oh man, Stroud. I have no idea what's the deal with Stroud, man. I really don't understand what's going on with him because, like, like they – like, we re-signed him, didn't we? Like, we let him go and then we re-signed him. And he he's played, what, like, 10 minutes, if that, of some game. I can't even remember which one it was. Yeah. And, uh, like, honestly, man, if he, if he doesn't play, I think he just, he's going to be on the move by uh, the transfer window coming up in July. Yeah, for sure. That 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 right side is hurting, and I guess since we're on the winger topic, I mean, we might as well jump into the Cecilio news, man. That Cecilio, he finally joined the club back in training, and I guess Wolf is saying it's it. I don't know if people really know like all the details about what's going on because I have been seeing comments that people thought that Cecilio Dominguez was hurt, bro. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They thought he was hurt. And, and they hear about this domestic violence issue, and they're just, like, shocked. And they have no idea about it or nothing. So, you know, with that being said, they say that uh, Los Verdes pretty much won him out. Uh, everybody wants him out. 
you know, all, all the supporters groups pretty much they're not with the domestic violence issue. And at this past game, at minute, it was pa- actually minute nine, but we we it was supposed to be minute ten, and we we stopped uh, singing. You know, La Murga and Los Verdes and supporter section pretty much just stopped singing, and it was ten minutes. And I guess you have a little more detail on on what the whole aspect of that was. I guess can you give us a little bit more depth of what we were doing? Yeah. So uh, a lot of people. Uh, have been like have gone through uh, domestic violence before, so uh, this subject's very like touchy for them, you know. And and I feel for them, obviously. But, so basically, like uh, people have gone through through like domestic violence, and 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 they fell for the situation, and and obviously, like like it sucks that they had to go through it, and and also they start getting proactive and. Um, they created a group in Los Verdes uh, Slack and invited people that wanted to help out and, and to try to plan something so so the whole city of Austin, like, will hear us, you know. And uh, obviously this made the matter bigger because one of our players uh, was accused of it. And, um, and they, they started planning everything out, and that's when they put it out on a boat with all – 2,000 plus members in Los Verdes um, bold about the statement and obviously we got more votes to release it and uh, yeah they released it and uh, and that happened and that created like uh, some back, like people were fighting back and stuff because of the way the statement was written but I mean like we as a as a community like need to let let the club know like they need to do better you know when when we when we get players and like actually do like their due diligence and look into their past because uh, domestic violence is, is is not cool you know like it's like I don't know like it, it it's just a hard topic yeah for because, sure man I mean I'm I'm married and. I understand, you know, it's, it, nobody should have to go through that, you know, men or women, you know, it's, it can go both ways. So it, sh- it should never happen to anybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. And, and it's just like, like I told you, it's a touchy uh, subject because I mean, one of, of the, of our team's player is involved in it. Um, and then you get these people that, oh, he wasn't found guilty. So, they didn't do anything, so let's just kind of move on and forget about what just happened, you know. But you really just can't because he has a history, and if the club would have done their job, uh, he probably wouldn't be playing for us. Right, he wouldn't be here in the first place. Yeah, so so that that that's the whole that's the whole thing. Like, like what made it matter worse is the first report back in like 2016 that said that his ex was, like, pregnant and he was, like, kicking her and and things like that. And, and, and when I when I found about that, I was like, man, that's that's fucked up, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Like, like, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, when, when people started reading all that, because obviously it was in Spanish, it was from Paraguay. So when people started translating it and, and everything, they they got even more upset. So, so they started moving faster. And, uh 
yeah, the statement was released, and and then that went to Murga, to the Murga WhatsApp, and they asked us, everybody at Murga, like, like what, like they gave us a couple options. It was like, like a minute of silence, like two to five minutes, or like ten minutes, and they gave us different times. And if we wanted to do it like on the next games, which was Galaxy, and we obviously did it, or just wait until Cecilia actually hit the pitch, or or be- before, like if we want to do the ten minutes like at the beginning of the game, or or through the middle, which is basically what what we did, uh, minute ten because of his jersey, and uh, yeah, I mean this was just like a little, not I don't want to say a little taste, but. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it it was just proof to, to tell the club like they should do better, and but I believe like once and if it comes back to play, like it'll it'll happen again. Yeah, I can I can tell that Q two felt that, and you could feel it like the energy just in Q two just kind of be sucked out of it. But I mean, not because of the you know I guess it wasn't like a dull moment. It was just like if there is no La Murga or Los Verdes or nobody, then Q2 kind of is not what it is. It's not the fortress that it is. It's not the party that it is, you know, and that was a pretty, pretty damn strong statement. I like, I, I felt it. And, you know, Cecilia Dominguez, they, now that they did that and they released his name, uh, the, the club kind of has their hands tied now because they, can't make it seem like they're not playing him anymore. And yeah. you know a little bit more about that as well, don't you? Well, I mean, it's it's what I read online, man. Like, uh, people were saying, like, well, just fire him or, or cancel his contract or or just don't play him at all and whatnot. And from what I was reading, um, I think we can only, like, uh, pay out, like, do, like, one payout, like, a contract. And and they really did it with uh, with Segura. Um, set, like they pay him off, and then he went to Costa Rica or whatever. Um, and then with the with the players' association, like they cannot not play him because then he can be like, "Hey, they're not playing me," and it's hard to cover to cover that because he was our starter, you know. Right. So like, like if we don't play him, the club or or the president or somebody can get like the front office can get in trouble for not playing him. So, like, if you ask me, like, I honestly think we're going to see him play, but I don't know if we will see him play in, in Q2 just to try to prevent what happened to happen again. You know what I mean? Right. And there's uh, there's probably, like, what, four four games until the transfer window opens up again at home? If I'm not mistaken, no, I think we have like like two, because we don't we don't play at home that that many matches, and I think it opens like at the beginning of July. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's somewhere around there, man. Like two or three, maybe maybe four. I'm I'm not exactly sure, but I mean it's not that many. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's two matches until July twelfth, pretty much. Yeah, because I think we have a, like a like an international break or something in between, and it's like two or three weeks or something like that. Oh yeah, and then we have Pachuca, so they kind of have a excuse on that one. Yeah, so I don't like like if you really think about it, like 
they don't have to play in my home. Maybe they'll play in my way game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, man. We'll see. Well, first of all, he was saying that he wasn't fit. Um, <laughs> but then again, we're going to 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 Salt Lake, and we have a, ma- a match there on Saturday, and then we have a match on Wednesday in L.A. So uh, I don't I don't know if they're not going to take him. I mean, I know he's going to start some stuff online once they announce if he's traveling with the team or not. Um, but like I said, like, if people really want him out of the Austin, if you ask me, I think the best way is to play him because it's harder to move a player that's not playing than to move a player that's actually playing minutes and, and, and performing good, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's uh, a great point. So, I mean... Yeah, many people are not going to like it. A bunch of others are going to like it that he's back. But if we they, they the best thing to do is play him so we can hope, hopefully get rid of him in the July window. Now, if the club doesn't do or move him out or or do something to spend him or something, oh man, I I, I don't even I don't even want to imagine what what's going to go down to be honest. He'll probably be in a Texas Ring of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I don't know, but I like I don't I don't see the club not sell, selling him or, or lending him out to like I don't know somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I think he needs to he needs to get his things and and move move on on in July. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we did participate in that as well. We were right there in the like like always the heart of. La Murga, Los Verdes, the heart of 103. I mean, I love those seats, bro. I don't know about you, but I, I love I love that spot. Man, since 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 before the first game, man, because uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Murga member, like, we're, they allow us to go in to practice a couple of times before the stadium opened to everybody. And I, at that time, I was already looking – for my for my spot, <laughs> like I was like, hey, it's like me. I get in first dibs, and because right. I knew I was gonna get early in the stadium, so so like, where is the best seat? Because honestly, like I never saw myself being like behind a goal, you know. Because mm-hmm. uh, every time like I go to like a like a match somewhere else, like I sit either a corner kick or like on the sides, but never really on the back. And uh, yeah, just being with the Morgan man, just just I, I love hearing those drums, man. Like they get me hype, and that's why I love being right in front of them. Uh, and then that spot that I have is like right in the center of the goal, so I'm basically like right on the middle of the field, looking uh, north to south, you know. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. Those those seats are are just not now. Those seats are crazy. Like, I wouldn't see it anywhere else, to be honest. Heck, yeah, man. You got season tickets? Yeah, man. I have a, I have a couple season tickets. Um, well, like, I got one for me and one for my son, but my son doesn't – he's not all that into it just yet. So, no. like, I'll, like I, my brother uses it or, or somebody else uses it, you know. Heck but, yeah, yeah I, have, I have a couple season tickets. <clears throat> oh, that's but, dope, uh, man. Well, I guess let's get back into the game, man. Uh, Uruti, 
Uruti looked good on the spot, man. He, whenever they would give him balls, he would bring them down and got got quick releases on them. So Uruti looked yeah, good man. to me. Yeah, I also one. Um, I can't remember who gave him a pass, but he was like, his, his the goal was behind his back, and like he just received it and he kind of bounced off and he just like kind of spin and take a shot, but unfortunately he wasn't able to like put a lot of power into that kick and it was just like an easy ball for the goalie. But uh, yeah, man, I love it, Ruti, because he's always like pressuring and like he's man, he's like a dog, man. He's just following the ball, you know, like everywhere the ball goes. He goes and puts pressure on him and just doesn't give up. And I, I love that about a player, you know. Like, you could tell, like, like he's giving everything he got. It. So you really can't uh, complain about him and his uh, play uh, on the pitch. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but Driussi was really high-pressed this last game. And it seemed like they were almost playing like a, I don't know, like a false nine or like a four four two when they were like in defensive. I don't know, but I kept seeing Drusi up there pressuring the the keeper and pressuring the the uh, the left back coming out of you know when they were trying to play out. And I was yeah, just like, man, I, I, like where's Uruti? I mean, yeah, I mean maybe maybe uh, receiving the goal within the first ten minutes, maybe that that told Wolf like I got to do something else, and they kind of changed the formation or, or told Drusi to like help out uh pressuring and stuff but uh but yeah man i mean that's all we can ask for like people that go fight for the ball and try to get the ball back as soon as possible so we can try to create chances and and, and get back on the game or, or score a goal or something yeah and that bond that they have man you i mean you see it off the field you see it on the <laughs> field and everyone talked about it that uh moxie was just gonna I guess thrive with these guys because of the language and you know the culture and all that and I mean that's proven to be true they get along really well they had that uh, mate con vos that's what it was called right yeah mate con vos that, that was cool man it, it was I was not expecting like something like that but to be honest like you could see it coming <laughs> because like I mean I don't know dude like like Max had just clicked into the culture and 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 make making it even better now, uh, and obviously like kind of being on the outside of COVID, kind of helping out as well. But uh, but yeah, man. Last year I remember last year it was it was it was crazy, man. Like there was not a lot of team hangouts and like you see players one way, other players the other way, and now they having like barbecue contests at practice between him <laughs> and, and Felipe. Yeah. And uh, that that's cool to see, man, because you need that that uh uh what you call it that I can't say that word. The camaraderie. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you, you can see that uh, building up and getting better, and I mean that translated into the field, man. Like like they getting to know each other, how they play, and 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 later on, like they're gonna know how they like a ball, how they like a cross, where they like to place certain. Uh, passes and uh, yeah, man, that definitely helps out in the field, and and I'm really glad uh, we we have Maxi here in Austin. Yeah, they have like that brotherly bond. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. It's it's yeah, and you can see it. It's it's crazy, but yeah, man, it's it's fun having him here. Cool. Yeah, for sure, and we gotta give our defense, you know, a pretty good round of applause. They they were solid back there this game. It could have been. 
three goals, you know, three more goals, three open goals that we got lucky, but you know, Nick Lima had, had good recovery, was was aware. Uh Gallagher, great. Gaberson, he could have had one, you know, if Fagundes was kind of in the way, but it, it kind of happens whenever you're take you know, doing a corner kick, everyone's all bunched up in the box. Yeah. But, you know, all all around, solid, solid performance from our defense. What do you think about our defense this year? Yeah, man, definitely. They've been stepping up, like everybody. Um, Julius, it looks like a different player from last year. Um, Gavrilson, what an addition, man. He's he's just a beast. Uh, Cape, I mean, we haven't even seen Cape that much, and and we already love the guy. Um, And one thing that we saw uh, walking out of the stadium, we were already lost, and the stadium was almost empty. And me and you were talking, walking out of the stadium, and, and we turned to the field, and what do we see? is like, keep it putting in work after we took an L, and, and he was doing sprints, and he was doing a bunch of stuff, man. And and that put a smile on my face. I'm not going to lie. Like, like it helped alleviate a little bit that, that, that L, you know, that we had just taken because, like, he's the future for defense. Right. And, and um, hope. Yeah, hopefully we we keep getting like players like that are as committed as him, and uh, and yeah, man. Hopefully uh, he's gonna be great. He keeps keeps it up. Like I actually posted on Twitter and I talked to him. I was like, keep working, your time will come, and and it's just a matter of time. And he's putting that pressure on Julio and and on uh, on Gabrielson, um, that they the Gabrielson and, and Julio can't let up. Like they gotta keep performing. If not. Kippy's gonna step up and 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 get a chance to take over the the starting spot, and I and I love that in the team. Yeah, you gotta have that. You gotta have that challenge there. He's gonna give it to them. He's young. He's hungry. He wants it. He has so much that he wants to achieve. Uh, the transfer window, we were talking about it opens in July, and I think that another center back would be kind of ideal with a, a winger, like you were saying. What, what is it, like July, July 7 or something? Or? July 7th, yep. Okay. Um, another center back? Like an experienced center back or, or just that? <laughs> I mean, I guess it, I, I guess if he's experienced, he's dead, but... Um, well, uh, well, obviously not no one to bring in to take over Julio or Gaberson's spot. Just someone to, at least if something were to happen to them, we don't just have Kip. You know what I'm saying, and then have to expect Kip to go 90 for the rest of the season. No, yeah, for sure. But I mean, we still have Romagna out there. Hey, where's Where's Romagna? Where's Romagna? I mean, we. I mean, I saw a picture. He was in the in one of the suites up there in the during the game with uh, Jite. So I think he's just collecting the check now, man. I mean, maybe, but but we'll see, man. I mean, we, we, I think we we're, we're gonna find. A, we're going to find out about a lot of stuff on this coming up transfer window because, I mean, we're in a good spot so far competing for the top spot in the West. But I think we need help if we want to make a run in the playoffs. And like you said, like maybe another center back, definitely a winger that can help out. Cecilia's replacement. Uh I mean, I'm already calling it, but I don't even know if we're gonna get rid of Cecilio. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm hoping for the be- for better wingers, 
and for the most part, every, everywhere else is, is good, man. Like, we just need help in that right wing because, um, like, honestly, it feels like we play with 10 sometimes. Right, like, yeah. Who, Especially who, when Redis comes on. <laughs> I don't want to say anything about Redis, man, but, like, like you give the guy five, ten minutes, it's, it's hard to, to show stuff, you know? Like, like I get it, like, like, like when we see uh, Wolf, Baby Wolf or whatever you want to call it, like, you you see those sparks, you know? Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to see this uh, in, in, uh, with Redis, but not every player is the same, especially not the same position with when you're depending on people giving you the ball. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I said at the beginning of the season – Redis is going to have a good season. Quote me on that. And so far, man, I've been so wrong. <laughs> but but it's not even half of the season. I still haven't uh, lost hope for Redis. Um, I'm, I'm hoping he's going to get some more playing time soon. I mean, at least 20 minutes or so. I, I don't know, man. But hopefully he starts getting more playing time and, uh, and helps on the wing. But we'll definitely need more help in this transfer window, especially we we're gonna get rid of Cecilio. Yeah, and I guess closing out the LA game, I get you know he he came on to close it out, and we we were kind of just sitting there like, why Wolf? You know, we're we're, we're trying to win this game, and you're putting on Redes, and like you say, it feels like we're playing with ten men. Uh, I just it's so hard to for Redes to convince me that he can do. Uh, absolutely anything clever on the pitch when he's on there. It's it's not convincing at all for me. I don't think it's going to happen, bro. I think that we're just going to have to let him go and take our losses sooner than later because we need to fill this roster up with depth, great depth that we can actually utilize and that we're not sitting there like, oh, like, damn it, man. Redis is warming up, bro. Like, God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, definitely. But I mean, don't lose hope just yet, man. I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, definitely. Like you said, like like we don't see nothing from him when he comes in. But I don't know, man. I mean, he Danny Danny Pereira, I, bro. Danny Pereira's making what, like sixty, seventy thousand a year. And look at him, bro. He's baller, bro. He's not gonna be here long. You know that, right? Yeah, but the dif- the difference is. He's coming out of college. He would have been a pro since early age. He would have been getting more than than Redis. But yeah, man, I remember one time we were talking to uh, to Alex, his uh, brother, and and he was like, "Oh, I'm coming back in in October." And and you were like, "No, you won't." <laughs> and he was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, Danny's gonna Danny's gonna be gone <laughs> to Europe." Yeah. I looked at you like. This dude, like, I ain't trying to get rid of Danny. You just like, come on, bro. Yeah. But I mean, shit. I mean, it could happen. I mean, you never know, man. But, I'd be, uh, I'd be devastated, bro. Everybody would be, man. But he deserves it. Like, he's been putting in work. He's, he's working his ass off. Um, I just think like they need to cut his leash a little bit and let him, let him do his thing. You saw those couple of runs he make from like. Or box to the to the galaxy box like like he has the change of speed to to change the game and 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 he's, he's just a great player like nothing will make me happier than than seeing him in the national team for Venezuela to be honest 
Because I, I like from interviews like I've seen from him, that's like one of his dreams and stuff, and and, and he deserves it, bro. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I hope that uh, works out for him too. I really do. We talked about it last episode, I think, and my hot take was we'll see him this year. He'll win the MLS Cup with Austin FC, and then we'll, we won't see him again until the 2026 World Cup when Venezuela finally qualify for one because of him. <laughs> They're yeah, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that, that's a hot take, but, man, hey, anything's possible, man. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, hopefully, like, he gets all, all his uh, his things, uh, his paperwork uh, fixed so he can finally join uh, Venezuela. And, and, and to be honest, man, like, once he starts going, I'm going to be watching Venezuela national team, and I'm going to want them to win. Right. Uh, but, yeah, man, um, uh, we just hope for the best. We got to enjoy him for, for now while we have him. And, uh, yeah, man, you know in football you don't – it doesn't matter how much you get paid. It's how how much work you put in, um, and and obviously it looks like Dan is putting better work than than Rodney position. But I mean, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see. But hopefully, we'll we'll have uh, Danny for a couple more years, and he can leave uh, Austin with a championship under his belt. Yeah, he can't leave until he gives me a jersey. So yeah, yeah, they, they should put those th- that that in the contract man if the if the if the fan base loves you you cannot leave the team without being champions yep <laughs> yep so Donnie Pereira and company they travel to Utah Ralph Salt Lake and that one Ralph Salt Lake they're on a decent streak I guess but now they are they're fifth on the table so it's going to be another good challenge for Austin FC on the road. Right now, we only have four wins on the road in club history. So, this would be, what, three in a row on the road? Yeah, man. It would be three in a row. DC, uh, Crynamo, and uh, RSL. And, and uh, yeah, man, it's definitely going to be a difficult game. Um, like, what I have learned uh, since starting watching MLS, because, to be honest, before like previous years, the only the only games I would watch is the uh, Tráfico games from MLS, and um, yeah, I wouldn't see any other MLS games until now that we have a team, um, and then I kind of know how team plays, um, and they score a lot of goals, which uh, that's what I like, man. Offense, you know, but yeah, I mean we we we're gonna see how how it goes in in uh, Utah. We definitely need the three points, but there, it's going to be very difficult to to win and uh, uh, hoping for the best, you know? Yeah, we need these three points because winning these three points keeps us up there with LAFC. I'm kind of tired of depending on LAFC to lose or tie. And, you know, I, I want it to just be that much sweeter, you know, for when we travel to LA. But what what's your expected lineup for uh, Austin FC when we travel to Utah and give us the score prediction. To Utah? Yeah. Oh, man. To be honest, man, I, I, I have a feeling Gallagher's going to start the wing. Okay. Uh, with uh, Coleman H back on the left um, and pretty much everything else is the same. I mean, Finley or, or 
I mean, shit, throw Rodney out there. Why not? <laughs> I uh, mean, it, it, I, it doesn't. I can give you a lot of reasons why not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really. It doesn't really matter who's on the right side, man. We don't really create a lot of chances out there, but well, I, I mean, I, I'd like your take on the Gallagher. Even put him on the left side and move Fagundes back to the right. You know, Ruti as your striker, and then we have uh, Ring, Dani, and Driussi in the mid. So, I mean, that 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 would seem ideal to me. Gallagher, he can make those those runs. He can cross the ball well on that side. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely. But if if he plays the same way, I mean, we're gonna have to see Finley or. Rodney, because I don't think we're gonna see Strout. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. But yeah, man. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's, it's, it's gonna be a difficult game. <laughs> like I, I want to say we're gonna win, and I don't know, man. Like like a two-one, maybe three-one, something like that. But uh, yeah, man. It's definitely gonna be a difficult game. And 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 we just hope for the best, and then hopefully we get the three points, man, because we'll definitely need them. Yeah, I got us winning that one one zero. With... I'll, I'll take I'll take it, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, with a a, a normal lineup, Uruti or uh, Driusi are gonna score, and, and I with, hope I hope it's Driusi with the banger. And and Danny or Danny Husen gonna score. Danny Husen was well, yeah. I mean, if he comes on, what if Jita comes on? I hadn't thought about that, <laughs> but uh, man, we'll see. But to be honest, I I think I think uh, I think Hussein uh, already uh, took over that number two spot over over Jite. I think you're right. I think you're right. But this past weekend, he had a pretty open shot and just kind of muffed the ball and didn't put it in the back of the net. Didn't punish like a striker should. Yeah, but I mean, I, I liked his movement in the box. Like he's he's looking a lot faster than than last year. Uh, so the, I definitely see an improvement. And he scored a goal. Uh, where was it at? Um, uh, was it DC? Um, I can't remember where he scored a goal, but he already got one goal. And uh, he just needs to get hot, you know, like and, and put a little pressure on Maxi. Like he has Maxi can't let up and and. Is that competition, man? We need, we need, we need a good backup striker because when we're down, with and and we need offense. Like we need to feel secure that we have somebody that can add to the team instead of subtracting. You know. Yeah, for sure, man. So if we get these three points, like I said, we'll be up there with LAFC still. Hopefully, they lose or tie. <laughs> like I said, I'm tired of hoping for that, but. Just need them to do it one more time. That way, when we go to LAFC, it's so much sweeter, man. And you're actually taking that trip, right? Yeah, man. I'm actually uh, going to the game. Uh, I'm I'm excited, um, especially because uh, I was there last year in our first ever game uh, in club history, and uh, not knowing if we were gonna get in. Um, but we paid some crazy price for the tickets, but we were able to get in and uh, enjoy your first match. And yeah, man, like as soon as we walked in, like like the fan base treated us top notch, and uh, everybody was welcoming welcoming us into the league. Um, and yeah, man, that's another reason why I want to go back. The people out there treated us great, and 
uh, yeah, man, it's going to be fun. Especially it's going to be fun because their stadium should be packed. And last the last year that I went, uh, because of COVID, it, there were restrictions and, and limited space. But I'm excited to, to to see them, like, to their full potential. And, um, and yeah, man, hopefully we, we, we can get – we can get a result out there, you know. Um, it's even more complicated than RSL. But, hey, it's football and, and anything can happen, you know. Yeah, that's a that's going to be a tough, tough one. Not sure how many people are traveling. You got a number on that one on yet? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's close. It's 60 or somewhere around 60 from uh, – from uh, the link that uh, the, the, the LASC front office gave us to buy tickets, uh, but I don't know if it's going to be more people from that bought tickets in different parts of the stadium or not. But like officially, we had a uh, 60 60 people going, and uh, I think that's a great number for being a, a, a midweek game, a Wednesday Wednesday night game, which is crazy. Uh, but I'm definitely waiting for the day to where. We have Austin versus LAFC on a Saturday night, like at 8 p.m. in LA, so we can we can fly deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. They 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 kind of do it to us. I feel like it's maybe on purpose or something. Yeah, I I don't know, man. But uh, I actually met a a couple of LAC fans that I, I still keep in touch, and they came into Austin uh, last last time they were here. And uh, I, I still keep in touch, and and that's what I was talking about. I think uh, his name is uh, Juan, and uh, yeah, I was talking to him earlier, and he's like, "Yeah, man, it just it just sucks that that uh, the game's on a Wednesday um, because like we want like we love when y'all travel and y'all travel like with a bunch of people, and we would like for y'all to try and travel like like when we play the Galaxy, like a bunch of people, so I can just." be fun, you know, and, 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 and just, and I honestly, man, like at the end of the day, when Austin and LAFC, LAFC, uh, play, uh, I start feeling like this classical vibe, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like something's like something's brewing because they they have a great fan base. We have a great fan base. Like, like we all about our teams, just like everybody do their own thing. Like, and before the game, after the game, we all friends, you know what I mean? How it sh- how it should be. Um, I'm I'm always excited to 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 uh, to to see these these type of games, and uh, yeah, man, excited about about going to uh, to watch my second my second game at the bank. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, f- I for- kind of forgot it was our first game last season, but yeah, that's kind of cool. It bring it back a little bit. Midweek game, kind of tough for a lot of people to get out there, but. Like you say, I, whenever I saw this game on the schedule, kind of knew that uh, it was going to be something special. Just didn't know that it was going to be first place, potentially playing second place. You know, we still have this weekend to play, but if it does play out to be that way, it'll be a pretty good story for, for you know, everyone to build up on leading up into that game. The banter is there on Twitter, and we're actually going to have – uh, LAFC Filtro on Text Ring of Fire this coming Monday. So they're going to come on and banter with us ahead of our match with them. Nice, nice man. That's, that's, that's cool, man. So, yeah, I heard they, they're pretty cool dudes. 
Uh, I think I met a couple of them last time they were here, um, but I, I haven't kept in contact with them, you know. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's all about the banter and, and all the shit talking online and everything. But at the end of the day, like, keep it safe for everybody. Like, uh, have fun and enjoy the game. Support your team. And, I mean, just have a blast, you know, and, and hopefully it just stays that way. And, and, and like I said, like, hopefully – these games become like a big robbery game where we travel deep to their house and they come and travel deep to our house and, and, and just become that friendly robbery, man, that, that, and give us great games every game, you know? So, so, so yeah, looking forward to that game and, and, and hopefully we can come out on top and, and, and go and celebrate getting some breakfast tacos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all be ready LAFC cause Austin FC coming to, you know, take three points, bring them back to Austin to us, to Los Verdes and La Burga and Anthem and Text Ring of Fire, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we we expecting you to bring them back, Kako, securely in your pocket. Oh man, I'm definitely gonna try, man. But it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be. A t- it's. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like I'll I'll take a draw, man. I don't give. I don't even give a shit about first place, to be honest. Yeah. Like I, I, I would take like a two-two, you know, like a fun game, draw, and, and yeah. For sure. All right, I got one more for you. Pachuca game was announced June eleventh. Uh, it's gonna be a friendly. Pachuca's actually in first place right now in in Liga MX or what is their league even called? It's Liga MX, right? Yeah, it's just Liga MX. Yeah, for sure. So they're in first place right now. Uh, you know, they may not be in first place whenever they come and play Austin, but top tier team out of Mexico right now. What do you What do you think about that game? And are you going? Yeah, man. I, I was uh, I was at Morgan practice uh, on Tuesday, and and uh, I was talking to somebody, and I was like, I noticed that the club. I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or not, but I noticed that they getting like either a champion or a team that's performing in the top two, three in, in the league, in the league I make is, and I love that, man, because, like, we're playing against top competition, you know. Um, should maybe by that time, when, when Pachuca comes here, they might even be the champions because they're already playing the playoffs already. Okay. So that that would be, like, two, three games that we had champions in a row on a friendly. So so that that looks good, man, and, and, and we got to appreciate these games. And even though, like, the starters don't play much, uh, see our future, you know, what what or or future players and 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 things like that. So so I'm I'm definitely excited and uh, I mean a perk having uh, season tickets is they gave us the tickets for free. So so yeah, man, we'll definitely be there. I don't care what time it is, I'll make time for it. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, hopefully we'll, hopefully hopefully we'll see we'll see a good game and and be there to support our team always. Yes, sir. Yeah, and we will see you there, man. Probably be right next to you, riding the rails. Pre-court, chill out. We're not talking about those rails. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. Yeah, like, just just keep on building that, that culture there at 103, and hopefully it expands to, to all the other sections so it can become just one voice, you know, and just be the loudest stadium in, in, in the league. Yeah, 100%, man. Well, Kaku, man, I held you pretty long i know you busy man you got stuff to do so is there any anything you want to let the let the fans know uh let them know where they can follow you as well yeah man uh 
Uh, they can follow me at Kaku J Twenty One, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, I got a Facebook too, but I don't use that, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, something else I just wanted to say is like, in the good and the bad, we gotta support a team. We're gonna have bad moments. We're gonna have great moments. But in the worst times is when we're supposed to be there the most. So hoping we get a good result, a good couple of results this weekend and this coming up week. Um, but whatever happens, get mad for a minute, relax, and coming up for Q2, we got to be there in the stands supporting our team no matter what and keep pushing them because with the heartbeat of the stadium, uh, with the heartbeat of this team, and without us, it'd be difficult for them to give us moments of happiness. So, so yeah, man, uh, just keep supporting our team. Let's hope for great things to come, and and let's keep pushing. Hey, man, that was that was beautiful. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, we definitely got to do that no matter what, you know, even louder when we're down, right? So this this club is everything, you know. I love this city. I love this club. This club has given me so much joy, you know, that I never thought I really could have in this city, you know, and the love that I've always had for soccer, bro. It's just, yeah, man, you, you, said, it, you said it wonderfully, man. Thanks for your time, bro, and uh, I'll definitely hit you up whenever – I'm going fishing. I know you've been wanting to go fishing, so go put you on some yeah. big verde bass. Yeah, man, for sure. Like, like I'm, I'm down to go. Uh, I'm just waiting for that call. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you, you inviting me into the show. Uh, it's the first time, and you know, whatever you need, like, we just one call away. And if you need like a emergency guy to to jump in, like, hit me up. Uh, I'll try to make time and and help out in whatever I can, man. All right, ten four, man. I appreciate you. I right, take care, Kaku. All right, bro. You take care. Have a good night. All right, you too, bro. All right. This is PA announcer Jeremiah Gallegos for Austin FC. You're listening to the Texas Ring of Fire podcast. Yo, all right. So that was Gaku. Pretty good conversation with him. Really, really good time with him. I enjoyed talking to him. We're going to get into the rest of our episode. Going to talk some Copa Tejas. I guess it's Copa Tejas. It's a Copa Tejas U.S. Open Cup game. San Antonio FC traveled to Houston. And that game ended in a 1-0 Houston win. Can't believe that Houston won another one with the late winner. But, you know, that, that is the way it is. Houston looking like they could potentially make a run. I mean, that's all you got to do is win five games and, you know, you're doing well pretty much in the final. Taking care of San Antonio and RGV, USL teams, you know, we'll put it that way. USL teams, yeah, I get it. Austin couldn't handle a USL team. It it happens, you know. But to my point is that Houston has only played USL teams. Now they're going to play, you know, uh, Potentially a, a real team. And the draw is actually happening tonight. 8.30. It's 8.30 pretty much now. So it may be announced by the time I'm done with this podcast. But, you know, we'll see how they can handle whatever team comes their way. 
Dallas, man, they got kicked out of their game, U.S. Open Cup game. They played a Sporting Kansas City. And Sporting Kansas City, man, they same story as whenever they played them in the MLS League. It just came down to them playing with 10 men. Playing with 10 men is never going to go well for you. They had a 2-1 lead, final minute of the of the game. Corner kick, Sporting Kansas City puts a header on it. Back of the net, 2-2, extra time. Game ends 4-2 with the the first goal coming off of an own goal off of Edwin Cerrillo. And, you know, the, those kinds of things right there, whenever those games go that way for you, it's just unfortunate, you know, unfortunate. So Sporting KC being one of the teams that Houston could end up matching up with, not sure how that's going to go. But Dallas did play this past weekend. We don't have Sunshine here to cover that one, but and that, that's because he is in, in Spain. He's in Barcelona right now. This guy, he's supposed to be a Madrid fan. And he goes to Barcelona. Come on, Sunshine. Nah, just joking, joking. But Dallas, yeah, they hosted the Seattle Sounders. Seattle Sounders, they did not send a lot of their players. So a lot of players did not travel with them. Had a lot of young players playing for them. And FC Dallas with a lot, a lot of opportunities. Should have been a lot more than what it was. But the game ended up 2-0. With the goal by Ferreira and Ariola. Ariola just, you know, be, being the phenomenal player that he is, national player. Velasco. Velasco had two shots that should have been in the back of the net. He was making better plays than shots. That one ended 2 0. That was Dallas. Houston, like I said, they got their San Antonio win, but they did travel to DC this past weekend where they took an L. 2-0, and they just, they just have not been on a hot streak in the league. That's their third straight loss in the league, and it doesn't get much easier for them as they have a Nashville that travels to them. And Nashville is good on the road. This is a conference game. Nashville is now in our conference, and Sebastian Ferreira, you know, he's hot. He's hot right now. He's the one that is putting goals in and being more consistent. I guess, you know, he finally woke you know, as you kids would say it. But let's see if he's going to continue. Also, Jesus Ferreira for Dallas, you know. So pretty much if your name is Sebastian or if your last name is Ferreira, uh, you know, you're you're pretty much hot in Texas right now. You know, and that goes for Sebastian Driussi as well. But Nashville, you know, they're going to come in and they're going to try to snag those three points. They're in sixth place right now with 15 and Houston's in eighth place with 12 points. Nashville does not want Houston to catch up on those three points and, you know, potentially jump them. Nashville wants to move up. It's it's going to be a brawl. I see it being a potential, man, I see Nashville taking this one, 3-1. to one. Uh, A goal by Seabass. But, you know, I mean, that that's, that's that. They got a midweek game against Seattle Sounders. And that's at home as well. So the, the the good thing for them is that they're not going to be traveling. So, you know, if they can turn it, turn their league play around, that would be good for Houston. Houston needs it. They did just sign Coco Carasquilla, and he's going to be here till 2024, which kind of confuses me because I, you know, I'm not too deep in on the Houston anymore as I, I you know, as I was when we had somebody covering it, but. 
I do know that he's a guy that was, uh, you know, Hector Herrera was supposed to come and replace Coco Carasquilla, but now that now that he's signed and he's going to be here, like what what does that mean for Achiache? And I'm sure Achiache is still coming to be a, you know, a starting player, but I mean, how how does how does that play out? I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I guess we'll have to see it whenever it happens. We're going to move into some USL. Let's start with the El Paso Locomotive. El Paso on a hot streak. They actually just beat the LA Galaxy 2 4-0. And that was a pretty good game, man. That was pretty uh, solid performance by El Paso. El Paso finally giving their home crowd some wins. You know, winning at home is always a great feeling. We had goals by Calvillo, Luna, and Soldenac. And we had an own goal. They play Pittsburgh Riverhounds. They travel. They play them Saturday at 6 p.m. And you can catch that one on ESPN+. Plus. Pretty much all these USL games you can catch on ESPN+. Plus. They're pretty good at putting them on there. I always try to check them out whenever I actually have time to do it. Rio Grande Valley FC. They're still on that losing streak. It's It's been tough for them. But you know that they had a pretty solid break. Now they travel again to Monterrey Bay FC, 9 p.m. game at, on Saturday, May 14th. Those late games, you know, they, they, I don't know if they play a role on Rio Grande Valley FC, but let's see if they can actually get a win, start moving up on that table. That's what they need. They need some wins so that they can get that motivation and that performance level up. As we were talking about San Antonio FC, they lost to Houston, had took the L against Phoenix Rising FC. And Harry, my man, what's going on with your San Antonio? Y'all are doing great. 6-0 against Monterrey Bay FC, but, you know, Phoenix rising, then Houston. So right now, on the road, not looking so hot. Beginning of the season, on the road, looked great. You know, they, they were on a hot streak. But I guess all that, you know, beating Austin got to their head. Not sure, you know. Maybe. That's what's going on with Austin. I don't know. Anyways, Miami FC. They travel to Miami FC. They play them at 6 p.m. on Saturday. Like I said, you can catch that one on ESPN+. Plus. Another road game for them. Third straight road game in seven days. So let's just see how that plays plays its role on, on this game. Hopefully San Antonio can bring three points back to Texas, which would be great. And that's what's going on, man. That's what's going on in... And soccer, like I said, and Texas soccer. And like I said, Kaku, it was great having him on. It was great talking to him, great getting to know him. It was great hearing his insight on everything, on his perspective, on the way he, he sees this. And all around, great guy. I mean, you can just hear it in the way he spoke. And his last message to the fans, you know, that's, that's what this community needs. And we do need to stick together in the good and the bad, the ugly we have to be there for our team. We got to support. And tough times are going on in Austin with all that. We need we need to figure it out. I hope we can get it together. I hope this club gets back on, on the right track and starts winning games again. We need this, this win at RSL. But with that, man, you know, you guys give us a follow on Twitter. That way you can follow all the banter. We're always on there. RB22 is actually on there uh, as RB22, given the banter. But follow RB22, follow Texas Ring of Fire, Instagram, we post, we post updates, we post 
you know, this, how the stadium is. We post all our – anything that we're doing live, we, we try and post on there for you guys so you can see. So give our Instagram a follow. And, of course, give us some feedback on how we're doing, what we can do better, how you liking the show. Share us with, you know, like I always say, your auntie, your tios, your cousins. Your tio needs something to listen to, you know, while he's sipping that drink. I'm your host, RB22. Sunshine, we'll see you next week. LAF Sin Filtro. Ahí te vemos. We're going to see you soon, my friends. Y'all be ready for some banter. Y'all be ready to, hopefully, Austin FC is right there with y'all still. <laughs> but I'm your host, like I said, RB22. We'll see y'all next week. Stay better than my friends. God bless.